Welcome to the State of Performance. I'm Gene Tunis. In this episode, it's just me. And today, I'm talking about three articles. So stay tuned as I talk about capacity planning at Facebook, flight problems at Southwest, and a CDN outage at bunny.net. And wait until the end to find out what companies suffered their own big outage over 20 years ago. So let's get into today's headlines. The first headline comes from the Facebook engineering blog. Now, I'm not much of a Facebook app user anymore. In fact, I just recently deleted my account after not using it for many years. But I'm always interested to see what Facebook's doing on the engineering side because they have a big infrastructure. The title of this article is, quote, Network Holes, Managing Uncertain Network Demand with Model Simplicity, unquote. And it's written by a team of people from Facebook Engineering. The main idea of this article is how Facebook engineers are looking at using something it terms a, quote, network holes, unquote, to help them do long-term bandwidth capacity planning and forecasting for Facebook data centers. Now, you may be wondering, what's a network holes? Basically, it's a term for aggregated traffic to or from one of Facebook's data centers. Now, I haven't seen this term used anywhere else except when referring to an actual water holes. But either way, the article goes on to describe the traditional way of doing network planning and some of the issues with that. This is where you're trying to size your network to support a certain amount of traffic delivered within a specific time and sometimes with or without a disaster like a network link failure. One of the problems with that is an inability to plan long-term, though. In such a dynamic environment, it's a challenge for Facebook to forecast for status centers any longer than six months. Here's a quote from the article. Quote, the problem of forecasting exact traffic is even more difficult in the long term because the upcoming data centers are not even in production when the forecast is requested. Unquote. But with the network holes model, engineers say they can forecast for the total amount of data coming in and out of each data center instead of each source and destination pair between data centers. And doing it this way should help them reduce the complexity of forecasting bandwidth expectations for Facebook data centers by an order of magnitude. Now, this sounds great, but to be quite honest, I'm not clear how this is different from what ISPs have done for many years. I get it that Facebook isn't really an ISP except for themselves, but there doesn't seem to be anything really new here. Maybe I'm missing something. The article does mention that they ran some simulations showing that this network holes model reduces the amount of additional capacity needed. But I'm curious about what simulation software was used for this. Is this a homegrown Facebook software or third-party software? It doesn't say. You know, what were some of the results? What I'm wondering, the article doesn't go into any of those details, unfortunately. 
Now, it'll be interesting to see where they take this, though. I hope they, they, they publish an update on uh, this network holes model. Okay, now on to the second article. This article now comes from NPR and is titled, quote, Southwest Airlines grapples with another outage halting flights, unquote. It's written by Jacqueline Diaz and James Dubeck. Now, if you fly Southwest often, you probably already know about this and other recent flight problems. The main point of this article is to discuss what happened in mid-June 2021 when Southwest had to delay almost 1,500 of its flights in one day because of, quote, intermittent performance issues with our network connectivity, unquote. Now, on Monday, June 14th, it seems that Southwest had some sort of system-wide outage that the article calls a, quote, data problem. This affected Southwest flights across the United States. And less than one day later, on June 15th, more outages led to about 500 flight cancellations. On top of that, the U.S. Federal Aviation Administration had Southwest delay over 1,300 flights because of, quote, a reservation computer issue, unquote. A Southwest spokesperson told NPR that they were experiencing intermittent performance issues, but there wasn't any explanation about what that means. According to the article, there was another issue tied to a third-party weather provider. Connectivity to that provider was lost somehow, so weather information Southwest needed to fly safely was missing. If you were on that flight, you were probably one of the many people who complained on Twitter about being stuck on a runway. To me, it sounds like they had a single point of failure somewhere. When I think of the first headline with Facebook and how they're working on planning their network around failures, maybe Southwest could take a page out of what they're doing. Or then again, maybe not, given what just recently happened with Facebook's uh, big outage. Either way, whether there was a single point of failure somewhere or their weather data provider failed them, as is suggested in the article, I would have loved to see some transparency about what happened. Many tech companies are usually pretty good at providing a post-mortem of some kind of their outages. Many provide a lot of insight that can help others learn from their lessons. I would like to see Southwest do something like that. Now, they're not a tech company, but they obviously have tech employees. Somebody's monitoring their infrastructure and knows what happened. And that leads to the final headline where a company seems to do just that, be transparent. The third and last headline article comes from bunny.net. The title is, quote, the stack overflow of death, how we lost DNS and what we're doing to prevent this in the future, unquote. And it's written by Dejan Grafeldic Peltzel. Now, I hope I pronounced that right. The main idea 
behind this article is exactly what I'd like to see from Southwest or other companies like them. The author goes into great detail about what happened during an outage with Bunny.net and what they're doing to hopefully prevent it from happening again. If you're not familiar with them, like I wasn't, Bunny.net is largely a CDN company based in Slovenia who had a big outage in mid-June affecting their customers. So yeah, another CDN company had an outage. Cloudflare, Fastly, doesn't seem to stop. The article, though, talks about how something seemingly so simple brought down much of their infrastructure, caused a two-hour DNS outage, a 60% traffic reduction, and affected over 750,000 websites. That's a lot. Now, I wrote an article once about how things that seem simple may not always be that simple. Now, I was referring to the SNMP protocol in that case, but this article is certainly a case of that. Apparently, what Bunny.net engineers thought was a simple and non-trivial software update turned out to be a corrupted file that brought down their network. It all started with an effort to reduce memory, traffic use, and garbage collection. These are all good things to do when you want to improve performance. And to do that, Bunny.net decided to switch from using JSON to a binary serialization library called Binary Pack. A quote that I really like from the author is, quote, for a few weeks, life was great, memory usage was down, GC wait time was down, CPU usage was down, until it all went down. Unquote. According to the article, things started to go downhill on early morning, June 22nd, when they released an update to do more performance optimizations, this time for a database platform they provide to their customers. This update turned out to be corrupted and it caused the binary pack library to have a Stack Overflow exception. Now, by itself, this shouldn't have been a problem, according to the author. But the way Bunny.net built its infrastructure, that one problem created a domino effect. They designed all of their systems to seamlessly work together and rely on each other, auto-healing and all. So this one problem caused their DNS to crash, which crashed their CDN, then storage, and then a smart routing system. Ultimately, most of their infrastructure crash, including their API and logging services. To fix these problems, they had to migrate all of their systems to a third-party storage service so that they were no longer dependent on their own systems. The biggest lesson that the author says they learned is this, quote, building your own infrastructure inside of its own ecosystem can have dire consequences and can fall down like a set of dominoes, unquote. I think Facebook can learn something from this one. This is why, for example, when monitoring your network in the cloud, it's not a good idea to only monitor from within that cloud. 
imagine using AWS CloudWatch to monitor your AWS infrastructure, and then AWS has an outage. Like, that hasn't happened before. Not only is your infrastructure down, now your monitoring is down too. Not a good situation to be in, just like bunny.net was in. In the article's comments, though, most users were very appreciative of the transparency. What's interesting is that one of the commenters was the creator of the binary pack library. He hadn't updated that library in three years and said he never claimed it was production ready, which is what Bunny.net was using it for. According to him, the fix to avoid what happened with Bunny.net is an easy one. His code was just missing some extra checks that he hadn't come across before. Wow. But either way, I think this article was a very good read and very, very transparent from the author in bunny.net. So that's it for today's headlines. I'll have links to these articles in the show notes so you can check them out for yourself. Before you go, let's talk some tech trivia. Now in this segment, I decide on an episode to episode basis whether It'll be a trivia question or some historical fact. Today, though, I want to ask a trivia question. I'll give a shout out to the first person who leaves a comment in the YouTube video with the correct answer. Think about these articles about outages I just talked about. Here's a question. What company was down for 24 hours in June 1999? Give up? The answer, eBay. In June 1999, eBay had a big outage. Their CEO, Meg Whitman, and Pierre Omidyar apologized for the outage in a letter they posted to the company website. As you heard with Southwest Airlines and Bunny.net and others, I'm sure you've seen and know of, these outages are all too common these days. But with more people like you who care about performance, monitoring, and all those things, over the years, hopefully, we'll get less and less of these things. We'll see. So that's it. Thanks for joining me. I'll catch you on the next one. Deuces.